Hilchos Mikvoyes Perik Sheni Alacha Aleph. This Perik continues the concept of Chatzitza. We had an introduction in the last Halacha of Perik Aleph, which Halacha Yud Beis, and Perik Beis continues to expound. These are the things that, that, are, that cause a interruption between the water and the skin of the person, which means the terrible thing is problematic. We're talking about people over here. In terms of Kalim, we'll talk about that in the next paragraph. All right. The uh, secretion outside the eye. You know, like, like the yellow stuff in the morning. The yellow or the, the fluid that, that becomes hard outside of a wound. Some types just referring to a scab. Others say it's dafka referring to... A, the fluid outside the scab, like an infection, like hard pus, but the scab itself is a different conversation. Oh, the dry blood over a wound, that's the scab, there you go. The artiyashele and the bandage over a wound. If there is encrusted feces on the person's flesh, the butt, under the nail, there's dough or cement. Or you have particles that are stuck to a person's flesh. The particles of dough or mud and things like that. The titayavin and titayavin means thick mud. Titayetzim and potters, potters clay. The titshel derachim and imtasham tamla filul mesachama, and the mud that's found in the streets, even in the summertime, a very thick kind of mud. Kolei luchetzin all these luchetzits, right? Even though you might think, well, you table the water washes them away. Lav davke, if they're there, they're a problem. Other kinds of mud. If it's moist on the skin, and it's not a problem, the water will dissolve it away, presumably even if it's not hot water. So, if however, it's dry, then it is a problem. The Ramah actually writes that if, this, if a woman were, or a person anyway, but women more commonly would object to this kind of mud on the skin, even if it's moist, could be an issue. But the Ramah here says it's not a problem. So these are the types of things that are not considered, that are considered chatzitza, because even if it's a minority part of the flesh, the person generally does not want them there, and they are a chatzitza. Base. Tvash, honey. Badiyoi, and ink. I'm sorry? The chalav and milk. Yeah, okay. The chalav and milk, vadam and blood. Sadian tears tear also. So the Ramam changed the order. I mean, this is, there's a reason for it. The chalav and milk, vadam and blood, vasraf hatus. And sap of berry bushes, and sap of fig trees, shikman, sap of wild fig trees, and sap of carob trees. Yevation, if it's dry, it's a chaitis because the water can't touch the skin. Lach, if it's moist, in chaitis because the water will presumably wash it away and it'll come in contact with the skin. Shower call and the soften all the types of sap. Wow. Whether it's dry or not, whether it's moist or already hard or dry. So these are types of trees. If it's, the sap is apparently less, um, what's the word? Costus? No, this is like less, uh, less, 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 less thick. And therefore, it'll, 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 if, it's, if it's moist. It means that it, it, it interrupts the water in the skin and the table in the mix is not considered legitimate. The Adam Anishach Abbasar, if you have dry f- flesh, uh, dry blood, excuse me, that sticks to the person's skin, even if it's moist, so it's considered a chatzisa. It's blood, is, even if it's not, well, obviously, if it sticks to the skin, it's not, it's not moist completely, like liquid, but it's still somewhat not, 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 not dry completely. Correct. So even though it has moisture to it, it's chatzisa. If a person has a limb that's hang, uh, hanging in a sense that it's dislocated, it's, it's not useful. Right. That's considered chatzitza because it's not considered a part of the body. It is considered interruption between the, between the healthy body and the rest of the body, and therefore it's like dead flesh. It's considered a chatzitza. Um, 
someone learned Pshat in the Rambam that he means that even though it's not part of the body, if there's, let's say, one of these things like sap attached to that limb, it's a problem. It could serve as a source for Chizim, but itself is not a problem. Pashat is not Pshat, not Pshat in the Rambam. Pshat in the Rambam means that the limb itself is a problem. It means it really yeah. is, it's really just high. It's really like, good, good, right. I'm saying, but someone on the you know, especially in uh, uh, the Kassam Mishnah, apparently, that he doesn't mean that the limb itself is a problem. He means the limb itself, even though it's not part of the body, you might think, well, it's irrelevant to the person, so if it has staff, who cares? That's not what he's saying. Pashas. So, Pashas, other people say, I'm saying that that limb itself is, that the hanging limb is not part of the body, it's considered an intervening substance. Base. Give on. Base has storm shabisha, the hidden part of the womb, the vaginal area. It's assumed to be chasitza there, that's the presumed status, unless she cleans it out. It's constantly collecting bodily fluids and dust, and therefore the chasitza is there presumed. But medical awareness is applied. Remember, we learned in order to be considered chasitza, it has has to be an arterial majority of the body's area, but there are both even a minority, we also have to care about it. Benesua, a married woman, who cares about that? Avalpriya, an unmarried woman who's traveling to the carbon Pesach, for example. She doesn't care, presumably, because she doesn't have a husband to impress. A bandage on a wound. And a Kashka uh, is like it's like it's like a like armor like a metal plate that was put on a limb like an old fashioned cast to hold the limb in place. And um, uh, uh, necklaces and nose rings. Kaltilyoyes is is a very like tight choker necklace. Bataboyes and rings. When it's firm and connects to the clings to the flesh, so if it's tight, Rafim, if they're soft, not So it depends on the way they're designed, depends how they are. Good. Lalocha, I think we're a bit more machmed than this, but this is what the Ram holds. Hey. Why not? Take it No, you look in the Paschum, so it's not so posh. But I'm just, I'm just, you know. This is not halacha, it's Ram if you have strands of wool, and strands of flax, and straps, that women talk to the head of decoration, they're presumed to be too tight, and they cause that the water will, they'll interrupt the water from the flesh, and therefore, it feels a problem. If it's however, the, the, the ties in the hair, because even if they're very tight, even not tight, ultimately the hair will cause, it can't, it can't be completely tight, the hair will inter- interpose and provide the water to be able to go between them, and therefore they can, um, uh, the, the water will go, that's not chatzitza. Um, if the, the, hair is, the hair is dirty because of them, that would be another, another problem. Vav. Or the strings that tie around the neck, even if made of flax, which is which is more more uh, more less waterproof. Because if it's on the neck, she doesn't choke herself with them because she wants to breathe, right? If it's dafka, the tight necklaces of the neck, they're going to katlis vanokim. Katlis over here, obviously different than the ones we had in halacha dalid, like a string. That the, and the, so those that are on the neck, so she dafka tries to make them tight and choke herself. She should look fat back then. Well, even today in certain societies, that was considered more attractive, right? The rich man's wife was the fat woman in town. That was considered the uh, the attractive, attractive way to look. So they make her look more healthy. Good. That's why it's considered chatzitza because it's very tight. Halacha Zayin discusses the beard and chest hair. The chest hair that that became tangled. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, like matted, in this is the English word over here, right? Because it's stuck together because of dirt and sweat. 
Similarly, if you have beard hairs that are woven together, you know, the tie together, that is a chetzitza, so, um, because most people find that objectionable. Ches. Person has an arrow or any other substance, like a knife blade, that's inside the person's flesh. Okay? So the question obviously is, what happens if, is that a chetzitza? So hopefully it's only a part that's it's in his leg where it's not considered a trafe, right? But if it's visible, doesn't just mean it's visible because it, the skin uncovering is very thin. It means it's sticking out of the flesh's surface. If it's visible, not covered by skin, so it's 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 interruption. But if it's not, it's embedded in the skin. So if he can toivel. And he eats from the Arab, it's not a chatzitza. Now it's not a chatzitza. Afa pishu hates tummy. Even if the arrow is tummy, if the arrow touched the corpse, the arrow is an avatuma. Now when it was shot into this person, this person becomes rishin latuma. Then when he travels in the mikvah, he becomes tahar, but the arrowhead remains tummy. But nevertheless, it doesn't, it doesn't make him tummy. It doesn't, it doesn't make him tummy in turn. The chemi tummy This principle is applied also. Someone swallows a tummy ring. The tahar goes to the mikvah. He's tar after going to mikvah. The fact that he has a ring inside his stomach that's still tummy because tefillah does not help the ring while it's inside his stomach doesn't prevent him from achieving tahara. If he spits it up, he, he throws it up after going to mikvah, then he becomes tummy because touching it because as it exits his, his throat, it touches his body. Now, if the guy throws it up in a way that it completely you know, exits his mouth without touching anything, anything that's really not possible because the tongue is considered uh, outside the body surface as far as contracted tumor is concerned. So it's really impossible for this to happen basically. But let's say the, let's say the ring was, you know, got, 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 got thrown out in like a ball of throw up. Okay. Anyway, but the point is that the assumption is he's tummy because unless you can prove otherwise, it touches his lips on the way out. Therefore, it becomes tummy. Anything which is absorbed the body of a living thing, human or animal, cannot contract tumor while it's inside the person. Nor can it impart tumor. By the way, both words, yeah. Tummy. Really? It has to be missed because it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. If there's like all kinds of little pebbles and splinters that enter their cracks in the person's feet and the bottom, so is that considered inside the body or outside the body? That's not the same thing as inside the body. Okay. Halacha tes. Ispalonis, a bandage. Melugma, uh, like a compressor. Ispalonis is more, I think, like a, uh, like a, like a band aid. Melugma is like more like a bandage with a kind of medicine on it. Ritia, yeah. or a dressing, shalga, basic stardom that's in the hidden parts of a person's body. And here, his basic stardom just means you know, the folds of the body, the belly button, any place which is not considered usually observed. Yeah, okay. Chaytitsin, they are chaytits. Alfish, Anitzach, despite the fact. They don't have to become wet, so it can't be the armpit, really. But like a place, let's say, with like you know, like a, like a folds of the of the flesh of a person who's very heavy. It has to be fit. The, the, the water could directly go there. You said this in the last paragraph, right? It has to be theoretically possible for the water to go there. If the water would go there, it has to touch all the surfaces of the, of the skin. A person has one or two hairs. They're not in the wound, but the, t- but the but it's like a longish hair, and then the top of the, the top of the hair is inside the wounded area. So the hair is leaning over into the wounded area, and therefore it's got the, the blood or the, the, the pus, the scab is going to prevent that hair from actually getting wet. If you have two hairs, and the tops of them were. Uh, 
were uh, there was they were connected with some mud or some some gook or some kind. Oh, in here, this is an interesting example. Apparently, the this a seftin it seems has, says this actually happened, and five chacham sat to settle the matter. Here's are you ready for this one? A person had two eyelashes on the bottom of his eyelash. Are you saying mamayla? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, here's his mamata. I'm sorry. Okay, that's a mistake because 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 they just, it means they just skipped some words. Because here it says, if he had two eyelashes on the lower part of his eye, those. I'm going to explain how it says over here in this Rambam, even though I think others say it differently. But those two eyelashes on the bottom were perforated; they had a hole going through them. And. Uh, oh, actually, by me it says the the, the Taish in English over here says like you're saying over here. There were two hairs from his upper eyelashes that were perforated, and hairs from the lower eyelashes were going th- th- threading through them. Okay. In all these cases, when the hair is considered tangled in this fashion, even though we said hair doesn't, even though it's tightly knotted, is it, not a chitzah. We didn't say that. Yes, we did. Where did we say that? Yes, what are you talking hair. about? Hair, hair, not not matted, not matted, but if you have hair in, in, in a braid or something, well, that's something else. That's not a knot. Here it's considered tied, so we'll see. We'll see exactly over here. Oh well, these these examples where there's there's substance on top of the hair, right. or 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 it's going through an irregular yeah, okay. fashion. Okay. But we'll see that knots are absolutely a problem. Yeah, or or bra- or hair that's tangled is for sure a problem. Yeah. Because who says the water will wash it away? Yeah. Some say that I'm just talking about a case of cold water or If hot water wouldn't be a problem. If we can assume the water washed it away, but you shouldn't do that. You should first wash your feet. Or dry your feet. Yeah. A person holds on to a person, right? You have a baby. You want to take for the baby to feed him Karim Pesach. You want to take him to the base of Megdosh, right? So what do you do? You have to hold on to it. Or, or Kaylee, right? Will you take for them? They remain Tomei. Even though you loosen your hand until the water should go everywhere. Why? In this, if you loosen your hand, is it a problem? Maybe you won't loosen your hand. Of course, Matera, it's fine. But If you first wash your hand in water of any type, also until it's really helps, because once you wash your hand in water, then any kind of water that's touching your hand and the Kaylee will be considered joined to the water of the mikvah and you can't interrupt anymore. If your hand is dry and you hold it and you dip it in, so who says water touches area? When you wash your hand first, you put it in the mikvah, then any water in your, between your fingers and the keli is, already, is, is also touching the mikvah water itself. Therefore, it's joined to the mikvah and it's considered like everything. The, the mikvah is not, there's no interruption between the mikvah water and the keli or the person you're holding on to. Yud Beis. Mashpela spinala tavla. A woman who puts her, has her um, child on her back, piggyback ride, and then goes into the mikvah. Like also, tefillah, tefillah will not count. Why? Yeah. Again, in the Atari, it counts. But in the exam, we're worried, maybe there's mud on the child's feet or hands. Right? Kids get dirty, yeah? 
jelly, there's peanut butter and jelly on his hands or something. And then he clung to his mother when she tabled, caused the chatzitzah. She goes out of the mikvah and says, her back is clean. Maybe it fell after she left the mikvah, that's when the, te- the mud fell away. So even though we see she's perfectly clean now, we have to be concerned. Perhaps there was presumed dirt on the child's hand. And it fell away before we had a chance to observe it. And therefore, the din is, is that B'diev, the Rabbi made a gzera, that that tefillah will not count. She has to again. You a woman, a nida, who puts her hair in her hair, her hair in her mouth, or she cuffs her or she closes her tight hands tight like a fist, or she purses her lips tight, or she finds a bone or any kind of food between her teeth. Maybe dafka bone because it, maybe it's regular food. It, the water could go theoretically, but a bone it wouldn't. Like upon him, he brings the example of a bone. Okay, that fila will not count. Again, this is midrabbanon because. Uh, we'll, we'll see that that essentially because the person your lips, I, I, I think it's with Rabbanon. Okay, let's see. The chen shah called man. It's not just a nida. It applies to anyone who's tummy. It's not just special gazer for a chiv kares. Any tummy to him that applies. We always pick on the nida because it's the most common tefillah situation. Nas the moyes v'fiya v'yard v'tavla. A woman who's a nida, or for that matter, this would apply to a man who's a zav or, or a nida who, who's eladus, right? So she put money in her mouth. Yeah. People do that sometimes to protect or whatever for whatever purpose. The yard is goes to the nikva, but Sorry. Yeah. Now remember, the din is if a woman who's a nida spits on something, the spit that comes from her mouth is an avatum like she is. Recall, if a woman who's a nida spits on the ground, or let's say on on, on, on a table, goes to the nikva, comes out, she's tar, correct? Then she touches the spit on the table that she spit 10 minutes ago. She's telling me again because she touched spit from Anida. Right. Now, she has a coin in her mouth. The coin in her mouth has spit on it. She goes into the mikvah. She's taller. But the coin in her mouth, the, the saliva attached, attached to it, is considered separated from her body. So she's tar for being Anida. And therefore she went to her husband. But However, she's Tomei because she touched spit that Anida uh, uh, excreted. That's herself 10 minutes ago. Like any person who touched the spit of a nida, the same would be with a male, male zav, or for that matter, a zav yeladis. So she can be with her husband, but she can't go to the same English. You die. She's terrible, she's no longer a nida. She's Tommy. She's Tommy. She can't go to the same English. Right. You die. These are the type of things that would not be problematic by a person, male or female. Kill Kaleh the matted hair on the head, which people are sometimes less uh, less obsessed about, but we'll see. Um, the hair in the armpit, uh, the hair in the vaginal area of a male, who's less concerned about these things. The um, secretions by the eye. Um, even though in Halacha Aleph we said... We said in Halacha Aleph. That's more the, uh, if it goes away from the eye, we're more concerned. If it's by the eye, it's considered normal. The gelad also maka, or the scab above a wound, as opposed to the regular, in Halakha Aleph, we said that dry blood in the wound is a problem, because it's still considered a wound. Once it becomes a scab, it's no longer a problem. Dry blood, I mean, if a person cuts themselves, after a few days, you can see that there was once a wound there. That's so funny. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, pieces of filth, drops of filth, um, on his flesh and this applies the when it's moist and the feces under the nail or a nail that's half hanging off means like it says that this is the majority of the nail is hanging off is like the thin peach fuzz here of a baby 
Okay, it's not. It's not. Lucer, Dakshal, the like the thin, the, 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 the very thin, uh, uh, you know, fine hair on the flesh. Why would you think that that thin hair is chitz? It's part of you. I'm not sure. But could be because it's not considered normal hair. It's considered an abnormal thing for an adult. Maybe not. Okay, Tesva. You have two hairs come entangled in one knot. That's not a chitz according to the Rambam. I don't believe in passing this way. Because the water could, 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 could come... If one hair gets tired in the knot, so then that's too much of a tighter knot. It's a problem if the person cares about it. If, however, he doesn't care about it, all slight feel it helps. You more on one hair than the two hairs tied The two hairs, we don't care about hakapod. The water goes there. Who cares if you're makpid or not? The fact is, the water goes there. If it's one hair, the water doesn't go there. That's a chitzah. The din is that the chitzah is a problem if it's makbid and it's majority of his body not teda. But even the minority, and therefore, if he's makbid, it's a problem. So if he's not makbid, also until it's feel account, because the minority of his body, unless the majority of the hair on his body, or the hair on his head, probably the hair on his body, is tied. In other words, the Goenim, which is basically how we pass it, I think, but the Raman will say it differently, are saying that the din of, we have to, in order to make a problem, we say it's the, um, it's, it's uh, remember, we said it has to be the majority of the person's body, the Chatzitza, or his Makbit. So if the majority of the hairs in the body are tied in, each one is their own knot, go figure, but let's say that happens, that would be a problem. Ah, it's not the majority of the area of the person's body, but we view the hair as its own independent sugya. Says that I'm it seems to me. That the hair is not viewed independently from the body. It's not like it's an independent body that we say that the majority of the hair, each individual hair is tied independently, that it's a problem, as if there was an intervening substance among, the, among more than half the surface, surface area of the body. Even if all the hair on his head, I'm not sure why he says head now, but all the hair on his head or perhaps even his body is each one is independently tied if any makhlub if he doesn't care about that also to feel accounts why? because the majority if every single hair on your body is tied each one in his own knot that's not that's not more than half of the surface area of your body Unless there's another chatzitza, right? you have two different chatzitzas that can combine to create more than 50% that would be a problem this is irrelevant if it's a nida, someone else who has this issue with the hair knots. It's all the same din. The Ram is Mekel. He says that even if the majority or all the hair in the body has independent knots, that's not a problem. Again, I don't think. We, again, I don't believe we pass this way. I believe we pass like that if more than fifty percent of the hairs in the person's body have a knot, that it only independent knot, it would be an issue. If you're not sure, start counting. Takonas Ezri Ezmei Takona. What happened in Ezra's lifetime that this kind of became necessary? Maybe people stopped combing their hair, I'm not sure. A woman should hear the pashas means combing. She should comb her hair, and afterwards she should table. So if you were a satma, you would say, until Ezra they were very from, <laughs> the woman shaved the head, then they started growing hair, and never. I'm not sure if that's true though. Um, or it could be it was before Davar Pashit every woman knew you before the you come here Davar, it's, it's like, you know obvious people start becoming lax he made takana fish with takana start doing it okay so there takana, the woman should a woman should comb her hair and table afterwards also because as I said a man tables also all during the, 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 the bias 
as those times. But men, they weren't as makra nas in the hair, so it wasn't a big issue of So she should home her hair and afterwards toivel. If she's able to. Right? Again, Correct? If it's possible for her to comb her hair at night time and it's and immediately, because remember, need the tables daft at night. So she can juxtapose the combing and the as close as possible. Take the Khafifa immediately. One second, Friday's not the story. Immediately, comb and then take right away. Hey, that's appropriate, that's ideal. Now, I think we're passing that really nowadays they start combing it a little earlier and continue in the daytime and continue into the night. But Akaponim, if there's a, problem, there's a way that she can't do it, right? She only has access to her comb early in the day. She's sick. And in the event that, for example, she has to tell you about Shabbos, and of course she can't comb her on Shabbos, she might pull hairs out, she can comb her even Arab Shabbos Friday, but develops Matzah Shabbos and table 24 hours later on Matzah Shabbos. So it's ideal. I just thought it was not my active, it's just an ideal. Again, a woman went to the mikvah, a person went to the mikvah. And she came out of the mikvah. And then she sees on her skin, uh oh, something, something. Uh, so, was it there before or not? If, here doesn't mean comb, obviously, it means the preparation for mikvah. If she did the whole washing, shampooing, a procedure that day, and then tabled that night at least. So, in that case, she of course must table again because she found the chitzah on her flesh. She has to assume it didn't just come one second ago. It was there before. Does she have to go through the whole preparation process again? No. Take off the glue from your fingers. Take it right away. If she didn't do it that same day, so then we have to do the chayshish. So then, 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 then who says the fact that she found this on her skin means that the whole process is bottled. She has to comb and then do the whole procedure of preparation before, a second time. And only then, Okay. A woman should not comb her hair with this uh, shampoo. It's called natural in English, some kind of thing. It uh, causes the hair to become tangled. Or, sorry, excuse me, to snap, it's to tear. And dead hair is to the chatzitza if the water to go there. So if a dead hair gets not of the second hair, that's a problem. So that's more of an issue. Are you ready for this? Ahol means oak sap, like sap from an oak tree. Ah. Because it causes the hair to snarl and get other, get knotted. You should use hot water. Even if it's hot water, it's not so hot. That's not boiling hot, it's like you know, very warm water. If it's heated from the sun. means it's heated by the sun. Because hot water hardens the hair, straightens the hair. And makes it combed out easily. In cold water, however, the cochlein and the cochlein causes the hair to be tangled and to contract. Miskasha makes it not. So that's a problem. Don't use cold water. Good test. Nida anida, or anybody else for that matter. And I was going to tell us soon that halacha yid test. Okay, let's go ahead and we'll talk after us. Nida shenosan tavshil of noav and tavla anida, or perhaps any kind of tumor, perhaps even, that gave a tavshil of fatty food to a child or to anybody. When the tavla went to the mikvah, yeah, cooked food, okay. But also, let's see what this doesn't count. Because of the fat intervening substance on her hand. So she has to presume her hand is unclean problematically unless she made a point of cleaning it. She should. But if she didn't, it's a problem. Chath. 
If a woman scratched her skin, and then it bled, so if it's within three days when she got scratched herself because the blood is still moist, the scratch is not a problem. More than 72 hours, it is a problem. Because we learned the blood that collects there, it coagulates there, it's like, it's like, a, like a beginning parts of a scab. And we said that before it forms, a full scab is not an issue, but the bl- dry blood on a wound before there's a full scab is a problem. Because the person not makhvid. It's normal. The chen lif shoshab The secretion in the eye. Im hayyaf ishi was dry. The hu ishi ishi lahirik. And it means it can change color. So when it dries, when it's moist, it doesn't change color. When it gets dry, it becomes like a different color. Comes like a different, uh, different texture. Chayt bide. It's a chetitza by a nida because it's very unattractive and women don't like it. Chafal. Chayel chashab ayin. Blue makeup on the eye. I, 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 um, new eyeshadow. Because who doesn't care about it? So if it's in the eye, apparently, I'm not sure what that means. I guess inside the eyelid. I don't know if it's on the eyeball itself, but if it's on the eye, outside the eye, that is an issue. If her eyes were flooding very much, she had like a, you know, like a blinking uh, nervous twitch. Even if on the eye it's not a problem because it's, it's presumably going to, going to fall off very easily. Therefore, it's not going to be significant. Therefore, she's not makbid. Even, even if you see it on the eye, it's not a problem. If while she's under the water, she opened her eyes very wide or closed them very tight, we said this already before, still will not count. Okay. Because, we'll see. Bamed Rama Murim. When is everything we said in Allah you test Chaf and Chafalf and Chafiz apply? The intolerance when it comes to Tahara, in terms of things that are related to Kachin. Or Truma, if she's the wife of a Kayin. But to her husband, she's allowed to, it's okay, even though she you know, fed her kid uh, food or, or, did, or it got a scratch on her, on her flesh. Even though she fed her child food, cooked food, she had a uh, more than three-day-old scratch, she had on her eye, outside her eye, blue dye, blue makeup, it's masan, and she opened her eyes very wide closed and tight, that makes it feel, does not make it feel problematic, because it, it, it does, it, it's, uh, why not? These chatzitzas only that are bon. Like you asked before, why is it a problem? You open your eyes very wide, close, very tight. Because it's um, because it's like you're, you're intentionally keeping the water away from part of your body. But it's, it's not going to matter. It's not a problem because it's considered best of storm, I guess. So as long as the water could go there theoretically, it's not a problem. Lean taharas goes to gazeras only as far as taharas and others eating carbonis, for example. And truma lean bia legos regarding nida they were not gazer. The shulchanoruch does not accept this, and the shulchanoruch says it's a problem for nida as well. The chal chayitz benida latoris whatever is considered chayitz for nida regarding taharas chayitz b'shar to me and the taharas it's not just nida it's for a man as well. Just like a woman can eat carbonis if according to the Rambam if she if she has a scratch more than three days old neither can a man. If he goes to the mikvah and he has a scratch on his flesh, it would also be chatzitza for a ger if he's telling in order to convert. So it has to be. Now, in other words, according to the Rambam, it's a problem for um, it's a problem that are only for kachim and for for a ger. Okay, chavgim. This person went to the mikvah. 
came out of the mikvah, not clear how long afterwards, sometime afterwards, perhaps even right away, um, he finds a chitzit on his flesh. Even though... Uh, even though it's, a, it's, it's sometime afterwards and the whole day he's busy he's a bakery he's, he's, he's done his skin so who says it was there before he went to the mikvah it, it, it came from his being busy in the bakery all day he must presume he's tamay I shame until he can be certain that he can declare I know for certain it was this dough whatever it is was not on my skin prior to tefillah why? since we know for a fact without a question he was tamay he remains in that status Unless you can bring a, the same level of certainty that he purified himself, you have to presume he's still Tommy. So until you can be certain he became Adik Vatar, then you can, until that happens, you cannot remove him from the status of Vade Tommy.